0: This episode of the WBH Podcast is a spooky-sode and may contain upsetting content. Listener discretion is advised. caught on with uh the spooky laugh intention but then sort of went off the rails but welcome
1: yeah i only have so many spooky laughs that i'm capable of before i have to stray that that one's almost trying to be flirty Uh,
0: yeah (laughs) that's my ideal that's my ideal yeah 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 yeah. uh my ideal aesthetic i guess is is flirty but not quite making it ghost
1: yeah like is this ghost hitting on me
0: does this ghost want some (laughs) you hear about them stories you know yeah you do hear about them stories you know the ones and i'm wondering because today we are doing a la 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 listener episode special (laughs) spooky (mumbles) yes the plan uh you know there's always a theme Every time. We've yeah. talked about this. There's a theme. I'm A, wondering what the theme will be, and now since you've said it, I'm kind of wondering if it's ghost boning.
1: Gonna be some succubus incubus stuff. <laughs> Whatever tomorrow brings. We're gonna take a look
0: at a book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and you're shook. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, Okay.
1: Pardon us while we burst. We just have a lot to talk about Mm, today. mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. And we have... I'm ready.
1: I've got itchy palms for some spook. It's hot as fuck outside. I am literally right now drinking cold, like a a cold concentrate brew of pumpkin spice with some heavy cream in it. Like, I'm forcing fall's hand yes at the moment yes um and it feels really it feels really good
0: let me tell you i i did some forcing of fall myself in that mm-hmm. i uh i i recently had a birthday i don't know if y'all heard about it a bunch of times but uh, I, recently had, had a birthday. I had no idea and uh one one thing i did for my birthday is something i have not done in a dog's age i went to the galleria
1: Galleria. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh just kind of meandered around a forgot how fucking big that place is B did real see, big didn't you see barbara bush there once or something
1: uh okay so close um i i i am a fan of and i've still not been in many years i like north park mall yeah uh because uh I don't know. I like the square layout. It's manageable for me. It's not as sure. open and big. Also, like, people can't bother you there. Mm. It's like, or at least it used to. I don't know if it's still that way, but like, you know, the people that are in the kiosk, which like, whatever. I just I just like to shop in peace sometimes to where I don't sure. like people like coming at me.
0: You don't have to and worry about so it's like, accidentally making eye contact with someone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like that. So it's just a really private shopping. But next to it is a Neiman's, right? And so a yeah, that's Marcus right, has... Which I cannot afford anything in it has a little cafe in it though called the Mermaid Bar, mm. and I love the Mermaid Bar Ugh. in North Park Mall because it's really cheap. And my mom and me used to go to North Park and I would shop and like we would shop and then go get pie and coffee at the Little Mermaid Bar.
0: And you know, we saw. I think they do there. a tea. I think they do like a like an afternoon tea. G-
1: I love it there. The waitresses are exactly what you would want there. They're so great. And we saw everything. We all types, all types of people. But we did one day, we were having our pie and coffee worn out from a day of shopping. Mm. And in walks Laura Bush with two secret servicemen and... (laughs) Just walking on through, and my, I'm just like shoveling pie into my mouth, like looking at Laura Bush, <laughs> and my, like you hear everybody like, that's Laura Bush, it's oh, Laura Bush, oh and that's that's all that there is to the story. But there were all kinds of like, there was one day that there was like this socialite in there looked like a model like kind of really tall platinum blonde six foot tall like model type person sure very fancy well-dressed letting her fucking chihuahua walk all over the bars and tables and nobody said a fucking word to her no and like i just remember watching that and being like you fucking bitch who are you like why are you what is
0: wrong with you do you get off on this with you know like i just remember being
1: so irritated
0: with every fucking bitch socialite rule breaker i'm more better than you there there needs to be uh an absolute street pleb that will just bring them down a notch you know like yeah like a, a a fucking
1: peasant yeah you know needs to just be um, like
0: are you fucking kidding me do you know how it's
1: unhygienic It it was unreal but it was like it was like she the staff was warned against reprimanding her In any way. And I just remember it it was like 10 a.m. and whatever. She was just like drinking full blown martinis (laughs) at the bar. And her fucking dog. Her little like Paris Hilton dog was walking all over the bar. And I just remember me, like
0: lawful me, just being like, I hate you. This so much. I've done a 180. This is now everything I want in my life. Oh yeah, Yeah, it was an interesting place. Slamming Marts. At ten a.m. with my dog just shitting all over, putting the place. my butthole in everybody's yeah. faces as <laughs> yeah. they're trying to eat. Hell yeah, um,
1: power move! And there was the. The other instance was this very kindly woman. Uh, I was, was, saw her earlier and I, I had gone to the bathroom at one point because I am who I am and I have to pee all the time. So I went to the bathroom and on the, in the bathroom stall, I found this beautiful silver wrapped Neiman Marcus bag that somebody had left behind, oh. you know, and I was like, fuck, that sucks because I'm sure it's expensive. And it wasn't like a, it wasn't stuffed. So I could just look down and see. It was just like a regular gray crew neck. t shirt. Oh. Like, just like a layered shirt, real soft, you know? And I was like, oh, shit, you know? And the price tag was just on the top. And this regular gray, synthetic material, crew neck shirt was like $270. And I just remember looking down in the bag for a long time, just being like, why? Why?
0: Why? Why?
1: Why? Why? And I took it back to the table, and I just set it on the table, and I saw this woman sweating
0: coming uh. back
1: through the shop and i knew that it was i knew that it was had to have been hers and I, I asked her i was like did you leave something in the bathroom she was like yes i left it for my granddaughter and i gave it back to her the whole time just thinking like you are so stupid <laughs> but i gave it back to her Listen. it's fun to go be judgy in a place in which i have no money to buy anything
0: bro Bro, one my one of my favorite things to do is to put on the best clothes that I own, which even then a rich person's gonna look at me and smell me a mile. I know. but yeah, I they know. but my favorite thing to put it, really put some time into the hair and the makeup, get fancy, yeah. and to go, you know, to find like the mall. Everyone has, like, their the mall or, like, the location where you've got, like, your Tiffany's and your – Yeah,
1: yeah, your your Neiman's and and all of that that is there.
0: You've got Gucci, Gucci gang. And um, and to just (laughs) walk around like I know shit. I once went into, like, a – like a raw denim place that gave you champagne when you walked in. And I once like walked in with a friend and we had champagne in our best studs and like sat there and like really talked. Like we knew what we were talking about. And like we were, "Mm, yeah, I I like these, but I really, you know, I really like the other ones from uh, over at Neiman's better. You know, I feel like they had like a better (laughs) stitch to the, like just, and, and for a day, that's who we were. Mm hmm.
1: Hey, it's fun to role play.
0: You know what's crazy? How many mm. stores like that give you booze?
1: Quite a few. Uh, and, and it's also funny because it's also the other way around. Because there was the first time I ever walked into a Versace store, uh, like as a scene kid with my oh no, like eyeliner allowed. and neon color. No, no, no. Like I walked in, and the security, the security guard who was working there with like a gun on him, just <laughs> kind of looked at us and was like, "Get out." get out (laughs) out of here and i did i I did that was my first like oh Oh. they think uh, they think i'm gonna steal everything Uh in there i got it okay i get it
0: yeah (laughs) see i always oh god i just i itch for the pretty woman moment in that i itch for like the like you know you pull out a big wad of money and you're like um i'm the i'm i'm fucking chester bennington's daughter
1: Wow. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Um, I see, I, and it might just be my own negativity. Mm. Um, but I just can't help but, I, 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 I'm very judgy in those places because I'm cheap by nature. I'm very frugal. Mm. And I like, I will just, like, I remember, especially if it's different if it's like not still rayon that I know that was produced in the fairly yeah yes and it's like if that's what I just cannot believe for like four hundred dollars a mm. blouse mm. you know I remember we went there one day and Charlie I want to say you were with us this day that me you and mom went to Neiman's okay and they had these great they looked like they were made of laundry lint they were these <sighs> like weird the material was awful like it was rough and like i swear had like pieces of like you know like have you ever to pull up carpet and it's got that horrible foam underneath it that's made up of all of the random mm, horribles mm, it was like made out of that it was so uncomfortable it was like it was a punishment to wear it on the skin gross and it was like fifteen hundred dollars and i just remember guffawing Mm. my eyes in the back of my head just like i can't i can't i can't be here Maybe. I can't be here. I'm going to I'm going to break something and I can't <laughs> be here.
0: I uh I was at a place uh I don't remember the name of the store, but it was it was it, was, it definitely wasn't like a designer named place. It wasn't a big name. It wasn't like a uh it wasn't like a Valentino or something like that. It was just a store. And to me it looked like a masley, you Macy'sly, you'll understand what I mean here. It looked like a turquoise like princess <laughs> southern Place where they had like you know the baits with the turquoise on got it. it, you know, oh, and it yeah. looked like a well, how else can I say a Texas mom shop. Okay, um, I got it. Oh, you you yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about. And I and I went in and I'm looking around and I'm just sort of killing time before breakfast. And I'm looking at these things and I'm like, oh some of these things are kind of cute. Like they had some funky little little things going on. I'm
1: like, ah, oh, sure. That's Sometimes nice. you can find gems in those little
0: places. Oh yeah, dude. And I found this this pair of uh, like boots. That were, like, hot pink. I don't know. They were just, they were great. They were great boots. The thing is, it just, it. okay, I in my mind's eye, I turned it over and the sticker said, I don't know, $84, okay? Okay. But in reality, I picked that boot up and I flipped it over and the sticker said $520. Yeah. And yeah. I was, I kind of looked around and I was like, where am where am I? What, what is, is this? this? Is this some what kind of secret place? place? I don't know what this is. I was very confused. Nothing. None of the brand sounded familiar at all. Um that's yeah. So maybe it was just way above my my uh stature. I don't know. But I, I like it was this was turquoise chic. It, it, dude, there was a mannequin wearing like a like an over, not like a duster, but like a long kind of cover-up thing. And I flipped it over, and it was a thousand dollars.
1: It's pretty scary.
0: And I just turned, and I was, I, I, said, we need to go.
1: We, we got to get, get out of, out of here. here. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I yeah. don't, I don't understand what this is. It's making me angry. And it felt like this
1: a, may be a a plot hole in the Matrix. Like, I, we that's might the slipping. thing. It Something's felt
0: like wrong. Something was wrong. It felt like a liminal air. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't even know. And I've never seen anyone shop in there. Like, really, truly. I've never seen anybody, like, get a thing from there. But they're always open. It's a front. <sighs> Probably. It's a drug front.
1: Yeah, that's what they're... They, you know that happened here not that long ago? There was this little chain of, uh, like, uh, of chicken places. Huh? There was, like, four of them, little chicken places that dotted the little towns around here. And it got busted for, like, a heroin <laughs> running. Jeez yeah they're, and now they're all still chicken places of a different brand and it's like y'all oh I, don't <laughs> I don't know i don't know is this heroin chicken i don't know oh god anyway oh, we've got we, to get to oh, the topic. we're here hand. for
0: a spooky zone is what we're <sighs> saying how many minutes have we how long have we been here 15 jesus christ okay so y'all know how it is with the spooky zone we have to have a little bullshittery to kind of settle settle into place uh so but nerves we've got i believe three stories each unless we cool. decide we want more and we add some more or less and we take less away in which case we'll edit this part out but uh let me just say <laughs> we have some stories for you today and i think we should flip to see who goes first do you got anything around Bro. you i do i've got
1: i've got a lighter here i've got a lighter here that says let's flick and chill which sounds like a finger bang yeah it does yeah i i don't i don't know what else yeah yeah, yeah. they could possibly mean by that
0: what is it pearl Um, of nama action the pearl of
1: of nama yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely and um He's also the, there's a little stick figure bathroom looking character on it. And he's totally lying in the way that Edward lies when he lies in the meadow. You know, he's got like that kind of like his knees kind of kicked. He looks just like it. Uh, Anyway, that's side one. And the other side's a barcode. What do you
0: want? Uh, Give me the fucking barcode, please.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hold on. Shit. Let me get it so I can flick it. Flick. Flick Uh, and chill. Oh. I won. Of course you did. I know. I don't oh. even I don't even care anymore. I'm not even gonna feel shame anymore. No, you should. The universe can no longer punish me in this way <laughs> because I refuse to feel shame. Okay. So you've got
0: the first story.
1: That's good. I like being the yellow text. You, that, you know what? That is true. You've said that before. You it's easy on yeah. the eyes. It is. I like it. And we have a title with this one called Every Day We Stray.
0: That is actually. Which is a good,
1: ominous tone
0: the uh the the, how they how they the the name of the sender
1: oh that's even cooler all right sweet okay here we go and it starts out I like how it begins so I might actually be the scary one in this one Mm -hmm. it started when I started running my apartment complex is shaped like a half circle and is backed up to a forest sick I decided I wanted to run a ten k, so naturally I started training because I'm not a natural runner. Yes, please always train for a ten k. Don't spur that <laughs> on yourself. That's like six point two eight miles. That sucks. Ooh. I would I would run along the outside of my complex, parallel to the trees. That's that all ended when I noticed a dark shadow thing. Gross. Not exactly a person because it would run on all fours. Ew. But would sometimes walk upright. It's oh, that it's dog. Got Ah, I hate the dog! I hate the dog! Use your third limb! Unacceptable. It felt dangerous. Anytime I was near it, I would be filled with fear. I thought maybe it was a good idea to stay away. After that, it would stand in the tree line facing my balcony. It is always there, but I started to be able to ignore it. That seemed to upset it because it got more bold. My husband had this bad habit of leaving his keys behind when he left for work. He'd have to come back and knock on the door and call me to let him in. On Saturday, I was in our bedroom and he was in the shower. That's when I heard a light knocking, not on the front door, but on our back second story balcony door. I then heard a voice say, babe, I forgot my keys. Let me in. Uh, And it didn't sound like my husband. uh, It sounded like someone doing a very bad impression. I got goose pimples. I don't like it. I checked to make sure my husband was still in the shower. He was. And then decided to be brave and check the back door. It was there, standing at the back door. (laughs) I was frozen with fear, but I knew it couldn't get in. All I could think to do was yell at it to fuck off, and remarkably, it did. It stayed in the forest, not coming any closer, and I started to ignore it again. Unfortunately, it doesn't end there. Everything got worse when I got pregnant. As soon as we found out, the thing was on the porch again and didn't leave. It would watch me through the window, to the point that I kept the shutters closed at all times. When my daughter was born and we were able to bring her home, she had to spend a month in the hospital. She's fine now. It started knocking on the window again, just saying, mine, 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 over and over. It was still trying to sound like my husband. And now it was getting louder and more aggressive. This is horrible. I finally had enough when it woke my newborn up from her nap. Looking back, I know how crazy my next actions were. I know. But in the moment, I was so exhausted. Only two months postpartum, fighting off postpartum depression with a stick. (laughs) And now some jackass shadow thing woke my preemie newborn from her nap. We're not religious, but I had a large Bible my mother-in-law gave me or gave us for our wedding. Well, I threw it. I threw it as hard as I could and screamed as to wake my or screamed at it to wake my baby again. I fucking dare you. Well, I must have scared it because it went back to the forest behind our apartment and hasn't come back. So yeah, the weirdest part is that now I feel a little bad. <laughs>
0: don't, <laughs> don't. First of all, dude, I think that was the right thing to do. Absolutely.
1: That was the right thing to do. That was and it sounds like instinct took over you know and but no i
0: absolutely
1: do not feel bad about about
0: that listen here dude scariest things we've talked about it before shadow like weird shadows and mimicry yeah not often do we actually see the thing that's doing the mimicry that's disgusting I don't
1: know how my consciousness wouldn't slip out of my ears if I looked through a glass back door and uh. saw it standing there, not just dis- like I, you know, like I, I blink and it, it's still there, you know, and like that. I, no, I, I don't blame you one bit, just especially if it starts that. going mine, 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 no. my, and absolutely not. See, you get a bible point, to
0: the face. Yeah, exactly. At that point, I'm you're obliterated. Push it too far. Like, listen, most things, and I've got a high threshold for things. Most things. Me too. Now, yeah. You're you're getting you're getting a, you're getting a polite please go away. Then you're getting a yes. hey fuck off. Then you're getting a I am telling you to get out of here. You do it again, you, I, I'm I am dis, dismantling you.
1: <laughs> that's that's more chances. That's about one. One and a half, maybe more chances than I give, depending mm. on the situation. Like, there's one. There's always a warning. Always. Yeah. I don't usually like to eradicate anything because listen, they've not they've not been around in a long time. Yeah, they've learned. Yeah, I mean, they ghost, to... a ghost will just stick their finger in your mouth when you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, they don't remember anymore. Um, but I give them usually and ninety nine percent of the time, that's all it takes. You know, and they're like, oh, oh shit. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You know, most of the, the time it's the like couple oh, oh times. That it's not. It's like by that third go, I mean really two. War- there's two instances. You're out. Yeah, like you're out. You're, you're fucking out of here. Third one, if it's real bad, I'm discorporating you. Yeah. Which I guess yeah. you're
0: already discorporated.
1: I am doing one step more than that.
0: You are uh, 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 disintegrating. That's the word I have been searching yeah. for. <laughs> Thank dis- you. <laughs> you're getting disintegrated. I'm dissolving you. Yeah. <laughs> I think of that as like a, like, you know, when they like legally use that term, like, we're dissolving our partnership.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, I like it too because you hear like, I absolve you of your sins, but it's like, I dissolve dissolve you you." because of your sins.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cut to us in like nun costumes. That's sick.
1: Full on regalia. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Doing an exorcism. I mean, we know everything helps with that. So I've definitely got the herbs.
0: Dude. And we we have a movie poster where we're back to back and we're holding guns and it says "Bad Habits," yeah. Whoa, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Wow, that could also be a rock snake song about them getting with nuns because oh, they
0: would be proud about that. bad habits in parentheses. She, uh, she, uh, we'll come up with some or like parentheses the nun kind. She count, she counted, yeah, <laughs> just like an explanation. Yeah. She handled my rosary beads. I don't know, something. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Really? I have <laughs> Okay, what um nah. serious spooky voice. Well, I have yeah. another story from Brittany G. I have a few stories to share with you about my childhood home in Menominee, Michigan. Did I do that right? My my home in Michigan. How's that? My family and I moved into this beautiful large house built in 1967 when I was almost five years old. This first one. What? It was a good year. (laughs) That's what I thought you said. This first one was told to me by my mom. Not much happened until after 9-11 when my dad had left for two months uh, due to being in the Air Force Reserves. This left my mom, younger sister, and myself home alone together. Yikes. One night, they said yikes, I'm not not judging them. (laughs) One night, my mom got up to check on us. My sister and my rooms... uh, I guess, my sister and I's rooms shared a corner with the stairs on the other side of my bedroom wall that will come into play Mm. my mom like
1: being in a room by the stairs
0: it's always the stairs it's always the fucking stairs my mom came to see a white figure floating back and forth between my sister's room and mine at first she was scared but strongly said if you are a bad spirit you need to leave now but if you're a good one yeah. concise yeah i thank you for helping and watching over my girls that sounds just like something my mom would say just like if you're bad That's get what out I of here would do yeah if
1: i was a parent but like if you're gonna if you're gonna help me out around the house yeah yeah you can earn your
0: keep yeah, yeah. you watch watch my kids go ahead uh mm-hmm. and she says that, uh she says she felt a calming sense and said okay thank you i think i will call you abby and went to bed after checking on us with her own eyes. Okay, so we've got a go- We got Abby the ghost. Within the next day, she okay. talked to our neighbor's daughter, who grew up in our house, who told my mom about this sweet old lady and her husband, who couldn't have children of their own, but would watch the children of the neighborhood. The old lady's name was Abigail whoa whoa wowie
1: whoa that's actually pretty wild that's pretty fucking that would shake me to to my core yeah if that happened to me
0: yeah i i I would get i would get a text from you that's like sit the fuck down bro
1: yeah dude i am an actual fucking conduit to the beyond
0: (laughs) i imagine she just shot that info like into your brain you're like uh abby i guess yeah all right all right the second one is one i had dealt with and freaked me and my friends out We were the typical teenage girls having a sleepover and didn't want my younger sister to bother us. Macy, you know about that. So my dad told us that he would take her uh, with him when he went to get pizza and all the other goodies, uh, sleepover goodies. I love sleepover goodies. Maybe a half hour later, we were giggling and joking around when we heard whistling coming from the bottom of the stairs. Well, we all looked at each other, and then I yelled, Dad, is that you? With no answer. I got out my little flip phone from the desk and called him, thinking, I'm going to hear his phone ring, and then this prank will be no more. But it rang, and we didn't hear his obnoxious laughing squirrel ringtone.
1: <laughs> Fantastic.
0: I feel like I know the exact one.
1: I I know the yeah. one it, it, uh, of the times. Yeah, so oh, yeah. I recall
0: it. Uh, um. Hey, what kind of pizzas do you girls want? He answered, which I responded with, Did you just whistle up the stairs?
1: <laughs> Me,
0: <though>. no. <laughs> no, your sister and I are almost done at the store. Sausage or cheese will be good. See you soon, I said.
1: <laughs> and I could imagine it's in like that. Sausage yeah, and
0: cheese sausage, will be good. Geez, that will be fun. I will
1: see you soon. Goodbye.
0: I hung up the phone and when they got back... Uh there were three scared teenagers under my quilt in my bedroom. No doubt that it was probably Abigail's husband who seemed to have the same kind of kind-hearted trickster energy that my dad had. The, oh, I mean,
1: he was probably just down there putzing, yeah, trying to use the use the lathe, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, trying like, to do some woodcraft.
0: You know, we're like, hey, 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 there's some there's some girls up there having a sleepover. I'm gonna scare I'm gonna scare him. I'm gonna give him a little spook. Yeah, but he doesn't realize that it's little, actually terrifying. Good little whistle. Good yeah. little. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: which would be me as a ghost because I'm probably actually a bit rude in how much that I whistle because I do it subconsciously. <laughs> um, I whistle all the time, mm. every all the time. So that's how and we get whistling I don't even ghosts. Think about it. Yeah, yeah. That's, I would be. A, I would absolutely be a whistling a whistling ghost. They're
0: just piddling yeah. around the house.
1: Yeah, I, I mean it's 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 a, it's a skill. Yeah. And listen when when you're a good whistler, you just kind of, you kind of whistle all the time. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I imagine it's like the, uh, Hunger Games whistle. Wow. Yeah. See,
1: I was like, it would be a little spooky to just hear like the, the Kill Bill whistle, you know, just, coming out of nowhere because i'll do that one just when i'm bored sometimes because it's fun because it's very guilty you know it's got like the whole little middle part and that (laughs) would be a little bit shocking to just hear down a hallway
0: dude you're gonna be a ghost that scares the shit out of somebody you're gonna be a whistler that's what i mean that's how it happens yeah you don't even mean you don't even know i'm gonna be a put put my fingers in your mouth kind of ghost Um, i
1: expect it
0: good good i'll be like i never got to do this in life i'm gonna stick my whole face yeah in i never your mouth.
1: ever wanted to do this and i would have not appreciated it one bit but like i get it now
0: i get it now <laughs> maybe after all these years of saying i don't know i'm not a dentist caught up with me and i really think i'm gonna i think i'm a dentist and just start what if the pee? other
1: side it's just like dares and me and you are both dead together and i'm like put
0: your put your, put your finger yeah, in your mouth go, go go stare at the bottom of their bed this is gonna be so funny yeah. oh my god <laughs> dude dude what i could not ask for a better afterlife dude i couldn't either <laughs> okay i'm so sorry Brittany. okay here we go the last story Oh, the last story i have is about our family dog taffy no. taffy came to live with us maybe a week after we moved in and passed of old age when i was a sophomore in high school i was so heartbroken okay. when she was put down but uh but she had to be because by the time she was not eating or drinking. And once my mom yeah. made the call, she cuddled with each one of us. That night I was um, ugly crying and I had my back to the window. Once I calmed down enough to think, uh, to think about sleep, I felt a gentle nudge on my bed frame and I knew it to be taffy because that's what she would do to help me. Uh, that's what she did to get help onto the bed with her old age that's sweet oh, cuz she was an old gal dude i would st- that would absolutely 100% make me cry more <laughs> but like it, a I, better kind of cry yeah
1: yeah i never i didn't have the privilege of seeing jora after he died hunter did two mm. or three times mm. um which was really interesting how he appeared for him but i felt him multiple times and i haven't in a long time now he's kind of he's still here but he's i feel like in a much more elemental form Mm -hmm. he's not in his dog spirit anymore but like it was wild to like smell him out of nowhere and just like feel the energy where are where are you right now like i know that you're here i feel you (laughs) but um that's that's very comforting afterwards to walk around
0: with his tiny
1: eyes yeah Sniff. One time I picked up Dante and and it was way early in the morning and I was communing with the mother tree and Dante just like sauntered on up and I picked him up and I smelled him because I always smell my animals. I've talked about that. I always smell him between the shoulder blades and it was it smelled like Jorah Mm. and it was such a specific. smell. he even felt Amber like he still Mm. felt like I was like, what have y'all been doing like, what is yeah. this? How do you, how does this work? <laughs> how do you, how do you feel <laughs> and Are you like Jorah right now?
0: I don't, I, how you? does this happen?
1: Are you possessed? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Jorah's <laughs> <laughs> just like, I want to know what it's like to be that cat.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would too, because Dante has the best life of any animal I've ever met. Just I would love
0: to, to eat, spend a day in his paws. Sleep and murder? Yeah.
1: Oh my God. At his, at his whim. Yeah. Whatever he wants. And then he could spend the rest of the day just like sleeping with his back up against the back door, getting that sweet AC coming oh, out from baby. under the weather stripping. So, I mean, he's got the best of both worlds. It's oh, so ridiculous. Loves it. We're going to take a quick little teeny tiny pause from the spook to talk about our sponsor because we're talking about divination
0: The Pendulum Sweet. Return
1: sponsor of the show, uh, which is really yeah. nice. Friend of the show, The Pendulum Swings. And Charlie and me have been fortunate to have gotten a, a couple of readings done by them. And they are always, always, always mm-hmm. deeply interesting.
0: And deeply detailed. Very much. Amazing detail. Uh, inspiring and and if you guys might remember, we had some uh i i know I particular had like a little past life reading, yeah with a uh a ghost bride that was like kicking indoors and stuff that i have uh thought about many times since then
1: i i there was big time uh e t involvement with Mm -hmm. my reading and even the show perhaps having like, I know it's like, you know what? I just honestly feel validated. Um, but that (laughs) like the show itself has an overwatch, uh, of some sort of ultra or extra terrestrial, um, which maybe that's why our tech breaks all the time. Maybe that's who Anon was creeping in the recording session that one time, which I try to forget about, but I, my body won't let me, (sighs) um, and along with that, we also had a reading done kind of like for Waba for a big chunk of the year. And it dude really that it is reading spot on has really been interesting. Um yeah. I and we'd already had readings done uh, by Kathleen. Uh, at Pendulum Swings Tarot and like believed in it. But it was really when we got to the section like leading up to and during the tour this year that Mm -hmm. it was just like, wow, this is,
0: yeah, this is wild. There, There are some things kind of on the back end, the behind the shows details that this reading spoke to that were highly on point and highly helpful to help kind of reprogram a lot. Yeah. Uh between just I, I just honestly the way we kind of handled stuff. And and you know, I don't want to get too much into that, but it it's just speaks to the level of detail, uh, but specific like um how do I say details about things that are perhaps something you haven't like thought about it, yeah. or even expressed out loud uh, the the way that it just kind of comes through and kicks the door in and makes you go like, I haven't told anyone this. How, how could this be? Yeah. Uh, it is amazing.
1: Yeah. Very, very highly, highly recommended. And I'm happy to say, we're happy to say we've got a little code for you guys today. We love it when we've got a code and this one, easy enough all caps w b a h 13 the number 13 ooh yeah bro because it's I love the 13% number 13. off man
0: for six different readings there are so many different readings for you to choose from if you haven't have you haven't treated yourself to a reading uh, or haven't done so in a while consider doing it it can really change the way that you go about your day to day. If you're kind of stuck, if you're feeling in a rut, uh, with anything, with your magic, with your personal life, your non-magical life, whatever, uh, a reading has been something that has gotten me through before, uh, to the, to the other side in a way that makes me see the other side of things yeah. and, um, consider things I hadn't, hadn't before. And uh, there are a bunch of different ways you can do that. There, you could do a basic tarot reading. Yeah, you got a basic. You got you go now. You got in you depth, go now and then I'll go, and then you go and then I'll go. And in depth. So if you want to do a <laughs> deeper can... one, a bigger card spread, perhaps, you know, dive uh, in a little uh, bit uh. deeper. Perhaps you want to do like a past life reading, which I can attest to being so dope lip dope lip. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh there's spiritual
1: matters and psychic matters looking on on into that
0: and perhaps my favorite there is the year ahead spread yes which is so cool to have like in the moment but then to come back and they'll be like okay what can i plan for this month and if if you're somebody who likes to sit down like perhaps at the beginning of the month and plan things out like oh your budget and this that and the other you just like add this into it and just be like hmm just want to just want a little idea of what's gonna what i what do i need to prepare for this month
1: yeah It's, I highly, highly recommend it. And this is a great option if maybe you're a little, uh, like, intimidated to have a face-to-face or digital reading. Uh, These are written, so you get them all Mm -hmm. in a file, and it's all, it's very detailed. Like, there's, Kathleen's taken time to write this out. And I don't know if it's the case, but I really enjoy that sometimes it reads kind of like a stream of consciousness, And I like that. Like, it's, of course, very coherent, but it just hits like a rhythm as you're reading. It's hard to explain until you read it. Um, but And that's nice because you have it to reference and you can come back to it. So one more time, that's Pendulum Swings Tarot. We're going to have them linked in the show notes. And if you want that 13% off code, that's WBAH13. We've got a story from Sarah B., I've been a witch forever, despite my parents trying real hard on the whole Catholic Christian thing. Mm. After my shit-stained parents died, I really started <laughs> looking into more witchy shit, as I call it. I appreciate the honesty. Your podcast has been super helpful and amazingly comforting. Okay. Anyway, this is a story of the time I was a goddamn idiot whose cat deserves an award. Recently, I moved from New York to Delaware to pursue my PhD in biology at UD. I guess it's University of Delaware. I move into my new apartment, cleanse as best as I can. Sadly, I didn't get the time to do so before I had to move my furniture in. Took a month for my apartment to be ready, uh, so it was a situation. Any September goes fine as I. Any September goes fine as I adjust when October hits. So my cats are very interested in all things witchy. My baby, Ricky, is a hundred times the (laughs) witch I will ever be. I love a cat named Ricky. That's awesome. Ricky. He knows things, and I should learn to listen. October hits, and I can't sleep. My cats won't sleep, running around and meowing at every corner and pawing at every door. Not normal for the babies. My mental health goes to hell. My trauma nightmare, thanks, Mom, are, are back mm. and better than ever. So for two weeks, my dumb ass feels like shit, can't eat, throwing up, anything I eat, can't sleep, horrible nightmares, losing hair, skin randomly cracking, anxiety peaking, cats crying, mm. cats refusing to play in life, just sucking. I, Fun. I am dumb. I chalked this up to readjusting <laughs> to the move and change of seasons and school for me and the cats, which I feel like that's, that's fair. That's acceptable. That's fair. So we lived like this for two weeks. After two weeks, I had a horrible mental breakdown and thought all my new friends hated me. This ended up with two new friendships dissolving, a huge cry, and skipped class later, I felt a bit better. So I go home after that and looked into the corner of the bedroom that my cats had been crazy meowing at. And what do you know? There's a giant slimy shadow in the corner by my ceiling it moves it breathes and it slimes across the wall and ceiling big oh big nope at this point i decided either i'm having a mental break from too much new stuff or this critter is not a friend so i cleanse my apartment hardcore Q Wardruna playing nice june burning <laughs> oh smoking it up a black candle with protection and banishing symbols to which i added to the carved words get the fuck out because i'm trash oh yeah no hey you gotta be sometimes that's that's it those are that's the sentence yeah
0: use modern language for modern times my dude. they feel
1: it they know what you're saying you know oh, yeah. and also just the the shape that fuck has to make to get yeah. out feels mm. so mm. sharp everything project, about it, yeah. it it's it starts with Fuck. the back of the mouth kind of pushes forward yeah. clicks out you get to bite your lip a you little do I, it's do such it. an effective word for mm. cleansing i mm. think um but i have the mouth that y'all know that i have vinegar clean <laughs> yes every door doorway and window Salt and iron every doorway and sill, And stick little post-it notes with Celtic Oum runes for protection and boundaries. I don't know. That's a cute that idea. That is a really cute <laughs> idea. I've never thought of sticky notes. I actually really <laughs> like that a lot. I don't know what I had living with me, but it was not good. My apartment is full of smoke and the shadow moves along my walls through the smoke. I've never had anything take so much energy to get gone it's interesting i've only had one thing take that much energy to get gone and it was another it was a slime monster it was the same deal Ooh. um after this everything went back to normal and i will never not listen to my cats again
0: they know man cats they know cats know
1: animals know um animals know they totally know kids know yeah i uh old people old folks know i watch the dogs watch things all the time um, and generally, they don't do anything about it, but I'll just like watch Penny or Dinah just tracking something just yeah, around the the room because like I have vaulted ceilings, and sometimes they'll just like look up in like a random corner and just kind of be watching something moving around and I'm like, as long as you're not upset about it and your ears aren't in a yeah. defensive position, I'm not gonna worry about this,
0: yeah, 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 if you're just chilling if you're just looking they're 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 probably just looking, yeah, but uh. When uh, when a dog starts to like raise its little hackles, something's up, and there's nothing there. That's when I'm like, mm, all right. And
1: Penny, I just feel like is a little ghost dog as it is because she's got those like white colored blue eyeballs. She's
0: yeah, she's spooky. She's a wraith of a thing. She's very spooky. Yeah. She's skinny.
1: You know, she's very mm. skulky, and I just and she's got this crazy long pointed nose and. I don't... Just something about her looks... Half of her head is mouth. It is. And it's very serpentine. She's got, like, these long, straight... Like, her lip line, you know, is very long and straight with these silver eyes. And just watching her watch things, I do just feel like it's like watching Raiden from Mortal
0: Kombat. (laughs) (laughs) It's very intense. I (laughs) immediately... When I think of Penny, I think of a Canadian from South Park with the- Because it is. It's a very flat,
1: like the very open mouth that can just like
0: flail open. (laughs) She's got the longest nose, but
1: she watches everything. She's a good, she's a good little spirit dog, I guess. Mm,
0: We'll find out. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) maybe she's double agent. Oh, I have another story. Oh, shit. From Ashira. Cool whisper sick i was raised by my grandparents in a small town in northwestern arkansas everyone there is fairly religious my grandmother especially so so any time i brought any of my experiences up with her she would just tell me it was my imagination or at one point she and my aunt decided to pray over me because they thought i had attracted demons into the home because of my music taste
1: can relate to that
0: keep in mind this was the early 2000s green day and fallout boy were totally to blame i was about 10 12 when we moved into a new house and from the start i was uneasy about it i hated being home alone though nothing ever happened while i was alone to make me feel that way It was just like you could feel something there with you, watching you at all times. Shortly after we moved in, my grandparents got me my own computer to have in my room. Damn. Which led... Whoa. Which led me... Uh, led to me staying up all hours of the night, playing on it or messaging friends on MSN. I got busted staying up uh, several times, so I got to where I would listen for my grandmother's footsteps coming down the hall and quickly turn my monitor off and jump into bed pretending to be asleep. We definitely
1: grew up in the same era.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know that game. My first encounter with what was in the house started out just like this. I heard the footsteps coming down the hall, quickly shut off my screen, and jumped to the bed, pulling the blankets up over my head and tucking them under my pillows, hoping she would think I was asleep. Ooh, when my blankets got ripped off no,
1: of me- No! Don't rip the blankets! They're <laughs> sacred! Everybody knows the blanket is a veil you of protection! You
0: can't rip the blanket? That's impossible! No! that's the safety Ugh. i quickly sat up to defend myself against what i was sure was my grandmother angry Fuck. that i had stayed up again but there was nothing there just my blankets laying at a heap at the foot of my bed as i was trying to process this i heard footsteps receding down the hall Damn. so i thought <laughs> i like to think that they were just running away <laughs> so i thought well maybe she thought i was asleep and then went back to bed though something told me that was not the case. As bravely as I could muster, I got up and tiptoed to my door and looked down the hall, but just saw nothing. So instead of saying, no, fuck that, and just going back to bed like any sane person would do, I decided to keep investigating. Mm. I came into our living room and saw my grandmother and her dog both sound asleep on the couch. But I heard footsteps towards the other bedroom. This kind of relieved me, as I thought it was probably just my grandpa, so I went to check on him, which I now regret doing, because when I looked in his room, he and his dog were both asleep as well. Needless to say, I was freaked out. Yeah. I went back to my room, grabbed my blankets, and decided I was going to sleep in the living room in the recliner, uh, in a recliner, rather than to be alone in my room at night after that. Sleeping in the living room became my new normal. And my grandmother just said I was making it up, or that I must have just you just jerked the blankets off by myself. but she let me uh, so sorry, but she let me carry on sleeping in the living room. I did this for a few months before I ended uh, decided to go back to my room, and it wasn't as bad as I had thought. I woke up one night with just that feeling of something standing there next to me, staring at me. Great. They love it. Slowly, I pulled my blanket down off my face and looked up, already terrified at what I was going to see. There were at at least five shadow figures all around the recliner I was sleeping in, and leaning over it like they were inspecting me. I was frozen in fear for a moment before I quickly pulled the blankets back up over my head and begged myself to just go back to sleep and forget what I had seen. When I told my grandmother about it the next morning, she decided to call my aunt over and they prayed over me and started speaking in tongues. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, In parentheses, this, this apparently meant the Lord was telling them what to say. I thought it was all gibberish. After that... I resumed sleeping in my room and began to look into witchy things and found ways to at least make my room a safe space for me, since it was easier to hide that from my grandmother than if I were to try to clean the, cleanse the entire house. Yeah. Dude, five? Yeah, I don't want to concern you, author
1: of this story, but that sounds like a textbook abduction story. I was thinking that. Like that, I was thinking. That, that, that sounds like abduction. Maybe a screen memory covering over the appearance. But like that
0: sounds like aliens. <laughs> Macy, just you—you just become uh, oh, What's I'm his Su- name? I'm Giorgio.
1: Giorgio Socolis. Yeah, My hands yeah. are fanned out right yeah, now. Fingers Suclos. are spread wide. Aliens.
0: Crazy hair. Aliens. <sighs> That's spooky. <laughs> I don't want to concern you, author of this story, but that sounds like that sounds
1: like aliens, and uh, I hate it for you because uh, that's big. That's big, Oogie Spook. Um, (sighs) Don't like it. We have another story from Ray. Ray. The year was 2011, and I was an atheist skeptic visiting my cousin in the Poconos when she suggested we take a trip to a haunted prison in Jim Thorpe, PA. I said, why not? I don't believe in any of this. (laughs) What harm could there be? I honestly thought, at worst, it might just be boring. At this prison, a man who claimed he was innocent of the crimes he had been incarcerated for decided to prove his case by placing his hand on the wall of his cell on the day he was to be hanged and proclaimed, This is the hand of an innocent man. Oh, I heard the story. This drama. is pretty wild. Something you must understand is that this man was a coal miner and worked at the time when the coal barons used their wealth and influence to crush the working class Welsh and Irish workforce squarely under their boots. The prisoner of cell 17 likely was involved with the revolutionary secret society named the Molly Maguires, who practiced in acts of sabotage to resist their oppression and were easy targets to pin murder charges on. It is very likely he was telling the truth. The thing is, this all occurred in 1877, and his handprint remains on the wall of his cell despite multiple attempts at cleaning it off, including painting and plastering over the handprint. It always returns. I remember this way back from an episode of Ghost Hunters. I will admit, I found the story interesting, as I am very pro-labor, and the print itself certainly looks uncanny and not like it was printed on as a hoax for a small-town local attraction. It looks old, and worn down which contrasts heavily with the dated but certainly more modern paint beneath it but i still didn't believe in ghosts or spirits of any kind i was thoroughly unconvinced i returned with my cousin to her home in the next town over and stayed there alone the next day while she was at work it was summer break for me, for me, so I spent the day watching Supernatural, as one does when I had the sudden urge to find out if any of this spooky stuff had any truth to it. I sat my laptop down and spoke aloud. If any spirit is listening, prove yourself to be real. With a tone of Ooh. arrogance only a naive skeptic can muster. Oh, yeah. That's when I heard a voice like an old movie announcer blare out, coming this summer, go to hell. Go directly to hell. (laughs) I immediately started to check the browser window on my laptop to see if I had coincidentally activated some kind of pop-up ad. But after closing all applications, the voice was still repeating (laughs) itself. What? I was already in over my head, but this is where I really messed up. I turned the laptop off off, to be sure it couldn't possibly be playing anything as I called out to the voice. Is that all you've got? (laughs) Woo! And then it says, I know. I know. Go ahead and at me. (laughs) I deserve it. The voice immediately cut out. And was replaced by what sounded like a multitude of millions of screaming voices. Stop. Mm -hmm. Stop it. (gasps) (gasps) Never in my wildest nightmares could I have conjured up such a sound. It replaced the blood in my veins with ice water, and the room suddenly felt freezing cold in the middle of summer in an old house without AC. I was shook. When I felt I could finally move, I did the only thing that came to my mind. Following the good teachings of Sam and Dean Winchester, I ran to my cousin's chicken or my cousin's kitchen. Oh God! Oh, oh! <clears throat> oh my God! Nope. So I ran through <laughs> <laughs> my cousin's kitchen with lead-filled legs and grasped for her salts. <gasps> As soon as I began tossing the salt wildly around the house and screaming, I'm picturing her throwing it in that crazy circle that she does in Hocus Pocus, you know, when she like spins it all around in a circle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind yeah, of, yeah, a little yeah. twirly thing. So, uh, around the house, screaming uh, that had waited me out. Okay. Tossing the salt wildly around the house. The screaming that had followed me silenced into an unsettling quiet. Yeah, get salted, bitch. Even when I could catch my breath again, the air felt thin, as if all of the oxygen had been sucked out of it. I had the distinct impression of being buried in a collapsed mine. To this day, I have never spoken a word of this incident to anyone. I was content for some time to believe that I had hallucinated it all. But as I have come into my witch practice, I realized that I had poked at something I didn't understand. And I will never make that mistake again. Don't mess with the spirits in the Appalachian woods for they rest atop rocks that are older than the bones and hold a primeval presence that
0: predates life on this planet. That's fucking true. I mean, first of all, yeah, also coming this summer. Dude, go ahead. I go directly I, to I'm hell. keeping
1: that I'm co- I'm keeping That's that. Amazing. Anytime somebody's just being a dick just assume like the famous boxer announcer voice the rumble guy coming and just be like summer. coming this fall go
0: to hell go to hell directly to hell. Oh dude, I'm into that. We also have We sort of have to address Cousin's Chicken, (laughs) right? To my cousin's chicken.
1: If ever you are in spiritual need, run to your cousin's chicken. Chicken.
0: (laughs) Now, there's many ways to interpret this. You could run to your cousin's pet chicken or chicken that you have, you know, for comfort. Or maybe in an alternate universe, there is a fast food joint called Cousin's Chicken, and you just, you got to run there as quick as you, you can. Gotta get, get you got to run there. Or chair.
1: maybe uh, yeah. everyone right now, all of your other cousins that you love, your witch cousins, gift each other a mm. chicken, a, a little glass uh. or stuffed chicken, program it, and know that, that your cousin's chicken is what you go to grab whenever you feel like you need to kick grab the door and spiritually chicken. go grab your cousin's chicken.
0: Yeah. Grab your cousin's chicken. That's a thing. You heard it here. Yeah. Cousin's Chicken. Cousin's Chicken. God, I hope we remember that. Very important. (sighs) All right. (laughs) Okay. I've got a story for you. Yeah, you do. It is the last story. This story comes to us from Alicia. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I... (laughs) I went to scroll down and I clicked to another tab and I was trying to get back. (laughs) Okay. This story comes to us from Alicia. When my father passed away, I realized I was able to speak to the deceased. It was something that just happened. My father passed away on May the 6th, 2021. And that's when this all began. The speaking to the spirits, that is. Before this, I was able to tell when people were pregnant and what they were going to have. 33 guesses, and they were all right. That's good odds. Parentheses, I'm not keeping count. You are. <laughs> also, dude, I would too. I'd as soon as soon as I got one right, I'd be like, "Oh, this is a this is a trend." I felt I gotta start keeping track. So
1: smug after my uh, nieces and nephews, like when they were baking in the oven, my they're twins. There's a boy girl set of twins, and I remember being mm. like so sure of like it's a boy girl set of twins, like it's a it's they're gonna be mm. a boy and a girl,
0: and I was right, I was yeah. right, and I knew it. Imagine doing that thirty two more times, dude. I would be. You'd I be, would. St-
1: my head. Would be way too big for these shoulders.
0: Massives. I, I would open up a booth where I would just be like, gender reveal. Yeah, at this whatever, point, I would enough. feel
1: confident enough to, to sell my services.
0: Yeah, yeah. get your own TV show. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: They'll give a show to anybody for
0: anything. Um. <laughs> <laughs> also, I have saved my own life. Four times, That's impressive. and by saved my own life, I mean in a situation my head went to. If you, what did you just whisper? I sniffed. Oh, <laughs> in my head, I was like, she just made a really sarcastic comment. No. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it was really sassy. Just
1: shitting on the story writer, be like, yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, no, you, you do did you yourself. No. <laughs>
0: yeah, fucking fat chance. Oh, save yourself <laughs> over here. Well, no. <laughs> look, look at you saving yourself. Uh you turned into Rocco. I did. But I did. Okay. I just had a runny uh, nose. <laughs> okay. By saved myself, uh I mean in a situation that my head went to, if you get in this car you will die. Oh yeah. Or if you take that route, you will die. I have always listened to my inst- intuition because of this exact scenario with the car crash. It happened when I was 11 and I never got over how I was able to do that. Fast forward to 2021. I'm married with an 11 year old son on some property we got out in Azel, Texas.
1: Wow. Hello, uh, my Howdy dad.
0: Neighbor. Hello. Howdy do. Asian uh, Texas. My dad just passed a few months prior, and I have been giving, I, I've been having an internal headache of sorts with all of the constant supernatural energy surrounding me. Like someone flipped on a radio and it was constantly flipping channels, aka people, uh, and then parentheses. I have since learned how to hone in on one or uh, tune them out when I don't want to talk. You're like a human. I wear a necklace. Box. That's freaking sick, dude. I wear a necklace with herbs of protection, uh, so I'm not going to Walmart picking up groceries and some little girl spirits like, "Hey, can I tell you uh, that Tracy over there? Uh, thank you for uh, wearing my locket, that would only wear to look over me down, Dude, Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then in parentheses it says, "As I am typing this right now, something is playing with my hair." No shit, y'all. <laughs> so. One day I felt my grandmother's energy and it was very sad and lost. I talked to my mother about it and she told me that my grandmother, uh, I'm sorry, that my grandfather had passed away before my grandmother. My grandmother passed away in 2018 and was in a nursing home with dementia and had a lot of very sickening things done to her wow, while she was there. That's awful. At one point, yeah, at one point there was a call my mom received from the nursing home that they had left her whoa that she had okay i'm sorry i'm reading ahead at one point there was a call my mom received from the nursing home that they had left her unattended for a bit and she bit off the tips of her fingers
1: (gasps) oh that's awful
0: yeah terrible so all of that being said yeah yeah that would make for a sad ghost i think
1: goodness that shit that is gutting that's very sad
0: that's dude. Uh, nursing homes?
1: Yeah, it's God's wrath.
0: Okay, so all of that being said, when I spoke with my grandmother spiritually, she was usually very upset about her fingers. Yeah. yeah I don't <laughs> and I was her. able <laughs> Yeah. I was able to tell my mother without knowing prior exactly which fingers it was. She said she was sad and looking for my grandfather and at that point he had not visited me yet and my husband hadn't seen any spiritual activity in the house yet but he was in for a rude awakening no, no. my grandfather had two different sides he was very sweet and kind when he needed to be but very self-absorbed selfish and kind of grumpy well when he showed up at my house <laughs> when he showed up at my house he looked like john wayne in a long tailored uh, a long tailored cowboy coat oh, with wow. cowboy boots that and a hat imagine the wind blowing through uh everything when he's just standing outside of my house looking like that dude
1: if i could make an <laughs> entrance like that as a ghost with a big duster hat looking man that
0: sick that looking like yeah.
1: Wyatt Earp and Tombstone i'm in
0: oh yeah 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 all of this and apparently also at the same time very large like hagrid like harry potter Hagrid size. Oh, interesting. I was shook. I had a, a big giant John Wayne rolling yeah, through the which door. Is Hell yeah. I think
1: John Wayne was tiny.
0: Yeah, he wasn't he he would wear those uh the lifts. And yeah, because they had
1: for some reason they were like, you can't be a man if you're not eighteen feet tall. Wear heels. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Wear it's heels. ridiculous.
0: Uh Let's see. Uh, I, ha- I was shook, but I had no idea who he was or anything until I started talking to him. And I realized he was very grumpy and he was upset, but he was upset because he had lost his wife.
1: Where's my woman? Been waiting.
0: Where's my wife? That's
1: what I would want to hear. He I would want waiting. to hear Hunter in the beyond just shouting, woman, where are where you? Where is my woman? <laughs> Come to me. Very, very laszlo y he-
0: <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Um uh, what the fuck did you just say? Uh he had been waiting and waiting for her to reunite with him and they were both they both always were in two different places at two different times. Aww. I guess since her passing he hadn't been able to connect with her spiritually. Well, my mom knowingly has her mother's spirit at her house at all times. When I told my mom about this entity, I didn't know his name yet, but she told me immediately that it was my grandfather. You could feel the static electricity between the phone from me having him here at my home talking on the phone to my mother where his wife is at her house. The energy was so intense. My mom, he just jumped through the phone. He's so close. Uh, My My mom and I planned to reunite them, but she had to work for a few days, so couldn't make it out, and I was left to entertain my grumpy grandfather's spirit during this time. Well, my husband and I were learning uh, how to communicate better, and at the time, we were not communicating very well, and my grandfather did not like him. Oh, no. Well, one night... Uh, the day before my mother came to reunite them, my grandfather showed himself to my husband. In the middle of the night, my husband started yelling, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> he saw a very large man who looked like Hagrid from Harry Potter, just like I did. All of a sudden, dressed in a black, huge, poofy, big juggernaut. He had a costume spirit. change. I love that. That's so great. He had yellow eyes Whoa. and was staring right at my husband. At this point, I'd not told my husband anything because I literally thought I was going crazy. Sure. I mean, who wakes up one day and could just speak to spirits and then start seeing them and hearing their voices. It freaked me out. So, no, I didn't tell him. He knew about my chances with death and he knew about the whole pregnancy girl-boy predictions as well as some of other other instances that I had, but he didn't know I was experiencing all of this. The next day when he woke up, he told me exactly what happened and what he saw. I told him that that was my grandfather and he was really upset with him. Rightfully so, because the night uh, before we had argued, I was definitely right when my mom arrived and i felt immediately that my grandmother was with her but for some reason my grandfather was not showing himself at the moment it wasn't until my mom and i got a spirit board went outside lit some candles played some music and i literally watched in my driveway uh my grandmother and grandfather embraced so much that he turned from his dark scary figure into a light gentle old man that i remember that's the sweetest
1: thing i've ever heard in my life
0: that's adorable. I can't even begin to explain how amazing it felt to watch that, feel yeah. that, and to know that I was able to help him. Ever since then, I've been doing reads off and on. When I feel the intense energy, I will bring it up to someone, and so far I've not been wrong. Seeing things before they happen has saved my life, my son's life, more times than I can count. It's a strange way to live with a constant radio in my head, but I've learned it is a gift not to be taken lightly no
1: that's the sweetest that's very very that's the sweet very very sweet Big sweet thank you for sharing that i appreciate that
0: listen it reminds me of like when uh in moana when she's like you know this is not who you are yes you know who you and are usually and usually turns back at into that it.
1: point i'm like shedding tears because yeah. i can't handle yeah. that movie with dry eyes yeah. um yeah I have a surprise for you. Ah, I I prepared this a while ago actually. Oh my. And I've been saving it for a rainy day. Okay. I got to I got to find it. I got to find which drive it's in because I've got I'm so excited. I've got a lot of drives. I've I've got so
0: much drive. I got a lot of
1: drive. Too much drive. Okay. Because I wrote us, with the help of AI, a true (gasps) spooky story. Yeah! And I tried something different. This happened. This is true. This is true. I tried something different this time. I fed it a very wordy, very descriptive fantasy type paragraph so i was like let's see what happens if i really give it a lot so i'm gonna and now this is uh
0: this is this is not like a an advanced no this is shitty a chat gpt this is shit ai shitty
1: ai and so here we go it's a little bit long but me and you're on this ride together. oh hit me with it hit me with it so this is my intro it was a long road that charlie and macy walked down and it was framed on either side with old, gnarled oak trees that contrasted as stark black shadows against the stars in the winter sky. Sick, Grimly, their footsteps spurred them forward, to the place they were warned by so many not to go to. With solemn expressions, they trudged onward, approaching the end. Or was it the beginning? Their hearts pounded wildly in their chest as the house came to view. So, that was what I wrote. Okay. And here here we go. Now what? From the clearing, Charlie and Macy saw something that seemed so unreal. Not quite real in the nightmare unfolding. A bear and cub set out on the front porch to be eaten. With dreadful fear, they set off in the direction of the bear. The stench was unbearable. They knew the bear would smell their fear. Macy fought down (laughs) tears, but her anger overrode her fear. Charlie was frightened, but she refused to leave. Soon, the bear was upon them, and Charlie cried out in panic. The bear? The bear? Macy threw herself into the path of the terrible bear, which began to roar loudly as it fought to pull her in its vicious jaws. A cry of agony ripped through Macy as the bear devoured her, and she collapsed in her own terror. The horror of the vicious mauling never left Charlie's mind, but slowly it drifted away as she lay in a lump of emotional turmoil. She could not believe that they had nearly lost one another, and the bear had almost taken her life as well. She struggled to sit up. To gather the pieces. Wait, did you die Dude, I die and don't die 40 times. Buckle up. Oh, great. She struggled to sit up, to gather the pieces of her heart and put them back in their proper place. Aww. It was the truth, but she hated it as much as she loved it. It seemed hours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pulled it from like a romance novel. Out of nowhere. Yeah. It seemed hours that the bear held Macy and Charlie prisoner. Macy was becoming more and more frantic as time passed and the bear was becoming more and more angry. I'm bleeding out in so many places. (laughs) Charlie stood for a moment. She gazed in astonishment at Macy's lifeless body. Suddenly, she felt the bite of the bear's teeth on her shoulder. It never broke through the skin, but just ripped through flesh. And it seemed to go on. Wait, I know. Wait. It's it's like a paradox. <laughs> okay. It seemed to go on and on, but then suddenly the bear growled in frustration. There was no doubt in her mind that she had finally claimed her prize as she hurried forward with a vicious snarl. Charlie reached out, grasping the bear by the scruff of its neck. She held her fist up. Macy's body slid off of her shoulder. Apparently you were hoisting me (laughs) over your shoulder. Thanks for that. The great black bear fell onto its back and snarled at the pain it endured as Charlie wrenched her arm out of its grasp. Charlie Mm. knew that it was safe. She held her breath as she struggled to gain control over the powerful jaws and tear away the flesh. It never broke free. She gently picked up the bear by its throat. And threw it aside. Whoa! It continued to struggle, I, and she knew—wait, she would be back for who more. Who picked up the you bear? You choked by its out throat? the bear and ripped its flesh off of its body, and then threw it away.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, I did. It
1: was unbearable. Hell yeah, I did. It was unbearable for Macy to watch. I'm I'm alive again. Okay. Her eyes <laughs> filled with tears, and her heart broke as she watched the bear wrestle with itself. And the bear that was once Macy. (laughs) Charlie placed her hands on Macy's limp body and squeezed it gently. Now was the time for serious discussion. Before it was too late, Macy's face was covered with dirt and mud. Charlie took off her gloves and gently began to wash the dirt from Macy's cold skin. She had to get clean. But she had to do it slowly. It was hard to comprehend that the life was gone, and she would have to believe it. Charlie smiled sadly at the thought of all that had come, or that was to come. A painful path of life was going to continue for her and Macy, I guess. The shock would not fade, it would be painful. But soon she would see her friend's face before her as a reminder of the tragedy. Will Macy and I meet again, she asked, then shook her head as she bent to help Macy up. (laughs) The path was cold and long. It hurt. There was no beauty, no comfort, only pain, fear, loneliness, desperation. It seemed to stretch endlessly before her. It seemed that the suffering and tears would never end. Suddenly, there was a bright light in the distance. The journey was nearly over. In a way that was a blessing, for it meant that the path was almost ending. Macy smiled as she saw a new pain in Charlie's eyes. The light was there. She had begun to move forward. A path was cleared for the journey ahead with a smile and a tear she kissed Macy's head. Let's get out of here, she said, and gently pulled the dead girl out of the way. (laughs) The girls left the dark path, knowing that what had taken place in the darkness would be a secret only they would know. I'm sorry, Macy, Charlie whispered as they entered the light. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, (coughs) Macy whispered in in reply. There was a brief hesitation as the girls looked into one another's eyes. Their souls told them everything. They began to embrace and they knew their journey had finally begun their tears soaked each other and they held tightly (laughs) the soft warmth of their skin felt good and they believed it was the first time in their hearts they had reached out in love for one another i read that and i was like yeah actually we've never done this yeah maybe (laughs) yeah (laughs) they stood there for a moment and then the warmth turned to cold there were no feelings of love there was only pain. There was no life. Oh. Their feelings had forever been buried. They held on to each other as they walked quickly into the darkness. They couldn't touch. They couldn't <laughs> see. They could only wait oh. for the darkness. Four days later, zip,
0: zabs up. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. So, so far, are 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 we alive or dead? And do we love or hate each other?
1: You are definitely alive. I flip that switch on you and off are all a the dead time. Girl, um, <laughs> okay. but we're. We're going to get it confused way more. Just it's, Good. the wheels really come off here at the end. So moved the dead girl out, out of the way. way. Four days later, <laughs> Macy was sitting on her bed talking to her sister who had come home for the summer. It was summer solstice and the girls could see I the light of the sun briefly. When they introduce a character. Yeah, r- randomly. And you're going to really like this character. You're going to really like you're going to like her. Macy wasn't in the Good. mood for talking. She didn't want to talk. She wanted her sister to leave. She didn't want to talk. <laughs> Have Macy and I met before? Macy asked Macy, and Macy stared into the light, pointing at each other.
0: <laughs> Spider
1: Man Spider-Man meme, Man, bro. <laughs> yes, uh. it's just that it's been a long time, Macy replied, as Macy and Charlie laughed. Did Charlie bring me up uh-huh. here? Did Charlie bring me up here to die? No. No, I didn't bring you here for that reason, Charlie replied. I brought you up here to live. So you thought we were going to make a new life together, Macy asked? Maybe someday we will. It doesn't matter to me, Charlie said as they sat on her bed. I'm tired of living my life and being in pain. You and Macy can have a new life. We'll... Charlie and Macy have a new life? Macy asked. <laughs> I don't know. It might not be as much fun as mine, but it will be life.
0: <laughs> Do you have a sister named Macy? Th- my is that uh, my what's parents going on? named
1: us both Macy.
0: Yes. Great.
1: <laughs> life isn't easy, Charlie said, but it is good. I don't know what's going to happen next. It's hard but I hope we can all live and keep a smile on their, on our face. We'll do it together. The end. <sighs> what? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that I spent, that I spent 5,000 characters on it to make, to write beautiful. that story. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. It was worth it. It was worth every moment. Uh, i love it when ai seems to confuse itself
1: it really did and i love that i gave it this great intro and it was like mm, yeah yeah bears bears yeah what i don't know i don't know
0: it's just it's just gonna do what it
1: wants to do yes it doesn't we have no control it did, over it did we hide in a cave from the bear for four days we were i don't know how we left The haunted house. And then we were walking to the light and then turned away from the light into the darkness. Um, So maybe we're in purgatory,
0: bleeding out from our wounds. But listen, I did lift a bear by its throat and rip its skin off. You basically
1: split it in half by its jaws. Like you told that bear it was lost. And then you just pushed the dead girl out of the way
0: yeah and then i was like oh man am i ever gonna see macy again and i just kind of kicked let me just move this fucking dead body gross but then i immediately help you up yes and we walk away yes okay wow what a treat what an absolute treat Mm, thank you you're welcome for that and thank you uh to everybody who sent in stories that were listen they can't all be as good as that ai story no but y'all Sorry. tried your best uh <laughs> in all seriousness uh a, a good shout really good and ones this week if, or this time good ones yeah 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 some shocking some shocking revelations yeah and if you're interested in having your spooky story read on the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour Spooky Time Spooky Hour, send them over to at uh, WBAHpodcast.gmail.com and make sure you put spooky somewhere in the title or we probably won't see it. So there you go. That's all
1: I've got. I'm, I am. Yeah. I'm spent. Um, And I'm going
0: to back away out
1: of this room slowly.
0: Yeah. Watch, watch out for bears. Yeah. What? everybody yeah. be on the on the lookout for bears and um, go get your cousin's I, uh, chicken. Go oh fuck dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody
1: draw us cousin's
0: chicken somebody will. So I, I we can depend somebody. on all. Um and I want this to be a thing from now on. Cousin's chicken is going to be our shared Comfort item of of magical purpose. I mean, yeah, we could really all... turn
1: Cousin's chicken into a tolpa and we could all summon Cousin's chicken when we need it the most. Yeah,
0: we can have little figurines of chickens, and and the spirit of Cousin's chicken will be with all of us. Yeah, there you go. We leave you with that gift. Yet another spooky sode with a macyism God. that hopefully when lives they forever. happen, they happen. When they happen, they really happen. It's where yeah. we got Chili Finger. It's where we got Punch, Punch me. me. It's where we got the bear. Yeah, the bear. All right, all the right. Bear. Goodbye, Dude. everyone. Everyone, stay safe. Stay spooky. And the next time we have a spooky so it's actually gonna be in spooky season.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be the big one.
0: You know the one, the big one.
1: All you know right, one.
0: Coolio. All right, get out of here. Well, goodbye dead girl. Get me out of the way. (laughs) Kick you, kick you. Call me Bear Ripper.
1: Bear Ripper!